What's up, fam? Welcome back to the Time is Right podcast. This is Scott Smith, and uh, you are here on the Time is Ripe. It's a podcast of ripe creatives. We are a ministry based out of the great city of Philadelphia, and we do a lot of different things here in the city, um, centering around the arts and missions, trying to make much of who Jesus is in the city. And uh, we have a creative community with a lot of different people that do a lot of different things. But today, we have a super special episode because we have a whole bunch of people that all share the same discipline of artistry. Mm. And uh, we're going to be talking about something really dear to our hearts um, that's become a part of the fabric of the ripe community. Um, And that is Two Lines Philly. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are here with the poets. Mr. Greg Snow is back on the pod. Hey, what's up, you guys? Free the Poets. Mr. Free the Poets himself. We also got Mr. AVG back on the microphone. What's good, y'all? <laughs> My man is asleep. We also got Sir Gene, first timer to yeah. the podcast. Hey, y'all. What's up? Oh Surged my goodness. Up. Listen, we've been talking about Sergene on a lot of different episodes for the better part of a year. Mm. And this is the first time she is on the Time is Right podcast. So welcome, Sergene. Can you just give a little bit of context? And when we have a first timer on the pod, they just share a little intro, uh, who you are, what you do, how you got connected to Right. Okay, so I don't have a slogan. Um, my name is Sergene. That is two syllables. Um, <laughs> aside from that, what can I say? Um, well, we're part of a collective of poets. I happen to meet Scott, and he's been a mutual friend of mine for like close to 10 years. And it's just kind of organically came together. Um, I've been writing spoken word for some time now, and just allowing God to use this gift in order to like reach and make impact. And that's just kind of what I'm about. Amen. And Amen. I'm from Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn. Yeah, she's apparently not from Philly. I'm not from Jersey. I don't know how I thought she was from Jersey. She got very offended. I just learned but this. But she's from New York, New York. New York. But she lives in Philly um, area with the rest of us. And uh, yeah, God's been doing a cool thing. A big through line for the right poetry community has been this event called Two Lines. Yeah. And the episode tonight is going to center on a specific two lines that happened on Friday, April 14th. And that was... Uh, you know, the April, April is the month of poetry. Yes, it's National it Poetry Month. Mm-hmm. And what better way to celebrate two lines than by featuring one of the goats, Sir Jean, as the feature at Two Lines Spoken Word yes. Showcase event. Um, Greg and AVG, can you guys just jump in for a second and give a little bit of context for Two Lines? I know we did this on the Bus Boys and Poets mm-hmm. episode, but this is a new episode people might not know. So share about Two Lines, please. Yeah, hey, um, Two Lines is a poetry platform that uh, has been going on since August of 2021, and we exist to free the poets. Um, We want to see people free to express themselves, to um, grow in their poetic journey, and also we want to see people free in Christ. So the way we do that is we have an open mic that does not censor, and we welcome everybody. If you're a believer... If you're not a believer, if you're a poet, not a poet, we want you to come and be free. And that's what we do at Two Lines. It's beautiful. ABG, anything to add? Yeah. Um, One of the things that's been special about Two Lines is the fact that it kind of, it was an idea that has now sprouted into something really, really tangible and useful for ministry. Um, People have stepped into the space and been like, oh man, like, I feel like it's church here and I'm not even at church. Um, and that's been really special because it's not like we've 
intentionally tried to set up that vibe, but it's just been a number of people, Sir Gene, you, Scott, for example, yeah. um, who have helped to create that atmosphere just from a very like authentic place. Mm -hmm. And so that's been beautiful for us. Yeah. Everybody's welcome. Come as you are. Sure. And uh, I think it's been cool, similar to how we do Creatives Philly events. You guys have been super intentional with a lot of the features that you choose. And um, so I got to feature in uh, January. Uh, there's a young lady actually in the room as we're recording named Cookie B, who was the feature back in November. Uh, Jaylene Clark Owens was the feature in December. Very good friend of ours. Um, and then I believe in February, it was Jay La, misspoken poet, who we've talked about on this podcast. Uh, I don't remember who it was in March. T sleeveless. T sleeveless in March. April was Sergi. Mm -hmm. So out of the last like seven months, there's been like six pretty, you know, overtly Christian, love Jesus, spoken word artists, walking with him, trying to make much of who he is in the earth as the features at two lines. And when you're featured, you get a lot more time on the microphone, right? You're not just doing one piece and then going to sit down. Yeah. You get 15, 20 minutes to curate a set that allows you to share your story, share your testimony, and be a light and impact people. And um, so, yeah, this this night in April was like after a bunch of other um, poetry features, month after month, they would love Jesus. And then coming into April, National Poetry Month, it was a big show. Everybody was excited to go. April 14th, we're, we're vibing, ready to go to uh, two lines to support Sergene. Talk to me about the night of the event itself, and then we'll get to Sergene about her set. Yeah, so um, our April show um, was really awesome. Um, there were a lot of, there were a couple of key moments that were um, particularly great. AVG, do you remember some specific poets that we can think of that were just like amazing? Yeah, I think um, Anne Marie is her name. She had just popped up uh, for the first time actually, um, and she has spoken about just before she'd gone on just how much. Um, this space was so loving and family oriented. And that's something like, that's one of our values um, in a two line space is that this feels like family. Um, and we had actually that, that night, we had this thing where we, you know, if somebody jumps on for the first time or we just feel like welcome them, welcoming them into the, the space, um, we'll have the whole audience join us and saying, welcome to the family. Um, and we'd done that for her after she like did an amazing job with her set, um, which was, I shouldn't say set with her piece. Um, Another special one was uh, Void Banks, who I think several months before had mentioned that um, he just started writing. And he had, what he had told me is that he'd seen Two Lines a while back and was like, I got to get ready to be here and perform. And um, for him to recognize that, this is another thing that's really special about Two Lines and how we've crafted it. We just see us as kind of like a stepping stone for people to be here, develop themselves, become comfortable with performing, um, be encouraged, and then go on to like do VIP in some of these other spaces. Um, there may be a little more established. And so he did his piece. I mean, blew it out of the water. Everybody was just floored. Um, and then a little bit after we had decided to um, bring him back and welcome him to the family. And he just spoke about how that was like extremely special for him um, to, you know, feel very reserved while he was sitting down, very nervous before he'd gone up um, and just be welcomed in such a special way. 
Yeah, was that the same guy we went out to eat with after? Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll get to that in a we minute. We'll get to that. We'll save that. For the end. But, that's, uh, that's crazy. I remember that moment. That was super, super powerful. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just beautiful because we are weird people. I'll just be honest. I'll speak for myself. I'm a poet. Mm-hmm. I love the craft of spoken word. And like we can be in our heads a lot. Mm-hmm. We have a high tendency to be insecure, uh, to be, you know, anxious to be down to be thinking about things very deeply and get overwhelmed with those thoughts and so imagine a room with like 50 of those people right all together in a space like there's a lot it's it's like a cartoon show you know in some ways because there's so many different personalities and i think that's what's so beautiful about two lines is that it is safe for everybody yeah genuinely Definitely. people are coming in and they're expressing, man, I, I almost didn't make it here this week. Mm. Not, I didn't show up. I didn't make it to life. Yeah. Mm. 24 hours ago, I tried. Yeah. Or I was thinking about trying to take my own life, and I'm here now. Mm. And that breath through the air, yes. and that moment of, let's take a pause and acknowledge your life and speak value over the life that you have. Mm-hmm. Thank you for still being here. Mm-hmm. That's two lines. Yeah. Like it's a it's funny and there's a lot of crazy things that happen, but there's also a lot of life affirming yes. things that happen in that space for people who desperately need it. Yes. And that young man, like you could just tell, oh, God's breathing on this mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. when you guys did the welcome to the family for him. Like oh, yes. that was like breakthrough for him. Oh yes. He needed to hear that he was welcomed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember even with that, um, a guy um, by the name of Hanak Solomon, yeah. he mentioned uh, who who then um, would go on to be our feature in May. He mentioned like just watching that happen, watching Void Banks be so um, nervous and then so loved and welcomed, just like opened his heart even as a longtime poet. So um, we just had the ability to reach people. Like, um, there's another lady that was in the room, a glowing poet who mm. been doing it for a long time, but getting to see something different. Yes. And seeing that, like, from from her, like, just like, hey, I love this. This was so amazing. Thank you. Like, I just want to be clear. This is nothing that we doctrine up. Mm. Like, I don't get up there and I don't have a cue card that says, now I make people feel good. Facts. No, we just let God move. Mm. And we just do that through us. We, we open ourselves up as vessels and bring all of ourselves, our quirkiness, our funny stuff, our personality, but also the times where we need to be real. Um, because poetry is a place where you can have one poem joking about uh, their ex, the next poem risking their life, and the next poem being a love poem. And it's just like in a space you have to be able to navigate that. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to bring it back to Jesus... That requires to lean on the Holy Spirit and and not try to control anything. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. I remember, uh, I think this was one of the first two lines I just literally showed up just to support and not was forced to uh, perform by my lovely co-hosts on this podcast, Greg and ABG. Uh, they tend to be like, "Hey, do you want to do a poem?" Uh, So, when you got Scott Smith in the room. You don't want him just sitting down. Just well, saying. Just sometimes given. that's the best thing. No, that's true. But mm. I remember I remember I was so much more 
you know, just adept and aware at what was happening in the space in light of like I didn't have that uh, little bit of nervousness or anxiety about going up next or mm-hmm, when am yeah. I up? When am I up? Like I just was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And it was just so fun for me to like see all the different features from the last few months and the yeah. features for the next couple of months yes. all in the same room together. I remember taking a picture with T Sleeveless and yeah. Jayla yeah. and like getting to have that like, mm-hmm. man, like this is a little powerhouse kind of photo yeah. with these people. I want to I want to get my picture with them because they're going to be famous. You know, <laughs> and, yeah. um, you know I'm going to get it now whenever they're still accessible. Yeah. But so talented. And that's the beauty of it is you yeah. have that depth and level of talent that's yes. just like, wow, these people blow my mind. And then you in the same room. Without any ounce of comparison, mm-hmm. you have people who it's their first time ever. Yes. yes. Yep. And it's because of the culture, Yes, um, which obviously we carry that together, like in yeah. terms of creatives, two lines, we're all, we're all like that, where we want everybody to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in that space, it's actually real, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't have that, oh, you're not good enough. Yeah. Vibes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that's so special, it and it makes the palette for the feature who's going to kill it that much more sweet Facts. Mm-hmm. because it's not just about how amazing they are and their gift it's my who they are as a person yes mm-hmm. and so i just remember getting to the actual feature set and sir jean's about to walk up on stage and kill it as she always does but the room like before you even said a word the room was on fire mm. yeah like it's so mm-hmm. encouraging of a space that it doesn't matter if you did 30 seconds of one piece, people would have been blessed by it because everybody was ready for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you meant so much to that space already. It's just like a weird, it's not a normal space. No. Mm. And it's special. And, uh, you know, it was, it was beautiful to be a part of it. I would love for you to share from your perspective, like going up and so, then you guys can add in man, as well like, for sure. What I did think was, like you said, that point of like poets being in their head. I just remember having this moment of like, Okay. Like I know I can do this. I know how I can deliver. I know what I'm I know what I'm bringing to the table and I know what you gave me, God. And I remember just driving in the car like, "All right, but how is this going to be received?" And I'm like, "I've done this so many times. Why am I even questioning it right now?" Right? Like I know I know these people, right? Like Greg is someone I know, AVG is someone I know, Scott is someone I know. And even then, I still felt like sensitive to it. Like you said, right, as a poet, being in your head, like the overthinking sometimes, right? And man, I just watched the different poets, like some of them new to it, just developing and just trying to share what's on their heart. And I think the one thing that I took away was authenticity. Mm. It it was very authentic. And Mm -hmm. by the time things were moving up towards me, it was almost like God was just orchestrating things where Jayla went up. No, it was a a glowing poet, right? Mm -hmm. She went up, then Jayla went up. And I was like, yes, God, you just paved the way. Like, now give me room. Now now I can do what I do. (laughs) Like, I almost got a little hype. Like, all right, now we we going. All right, I see what you're doing. Like, it was almost like a buildup. And I had to even shout them out in the room. Like, hey, I just appreciate y'all because y'all created this this space for me to do this Mm -hmm. in a way where I felt like people were ready to hear. And um, that, to me, just stuck out more than anything. And I think in that... um, I was able to just kind of like 
go in my own authenticity, right? Like, I didn't feel like, I was like, I'm not going to do this scripted. I'm not going to overthink this. I'm going to talk a little bit, share what's on my heart as far as what inspired these pieces, where I was, my mindset, where I am now in comparison to where I wrote it. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that resonated. Mm -hmm. And even being able to hear, I think it was Hanak, right? I talked to him maybe like, after he did his feature and he was like yo thank you for the piece you did and it was a piece i did for women which was interesting (laughs) but it was more about like making room and creating this new space and god putting you in a different season and he was like yo that resonated with me Mm -hmm. and that was the first time i ever did that piece like in an audience an open mic and so it was like okay like even that was received and so that was really encouraging for me because it was like even though like i know y'all like affectionately call me the goat and everything but i still feel like i have room to grow and develop Mm. and so being able to share a newer piece and felt like oh this is still received like that's dope i'm i guess developing in my own way i thought like it was like yo there's really room for everybody in their different spaces to own their craft and be authentic about it and that's really what i love about two lines absolutely yeah Mm. Yeah. What did you guys feel? Sergene, would you um give us a little more context about the room, specifically the audience of your friends that, oh. that came out? <laughs> and what yeah. is the impact <laughs> that made on our on our event? Yeah. Yes. Man, um, shout out to my squad. Y'all know who y'all are. I love y'all. Um, this was actually the first time I've ever had a group of my friends at an open mic. Mm. So this was like new for me to even be open enough to be like, hey guys, like I'm doing this. This is my a feature. Um, so I was excited and Will you so, come support? Like, uh. but honestly, for them it was a no-brainer. It was like, what? Like, of course. So, um, but I love the fact that they showed love to everybody else in the room. Yes. Um, and they saw the ministry in that because all of yes. them I've met in my church. Shout out to Change Church um, out in Ewing. But um, so I think with them, they came with a heart ready to receive. They like love spoken word and all that other stuff. So I think yeah. for them, like, it's so funny because when we went out afterwards, man, like, it was like, yo, Jayla, like, what's uh, her name? Misspoken poet? Yes. Like, they were talking about her bars and they remember her lines. Like they were snapping. It was hilarious. I was like, y'all embarrassing. I was trying to get y'all to sit in the back, but they chose us in the front. Uh, um, nah, that was like, so good. That was so good. Energy, they got the front row unlocked anytime they want. Yes. Their energy is yes. on a thousand, which is what I loved. And I think it wasn't just the energy they had for me. It was like they saw the talent in the room and yes. they spoke to that and they encouraged and they clapped and, you know, they like they saw all the different poets in their crafts and I think they were still encouraging. And even then when you know you have that moment where they kind of break out and have conversations. Yes. I know there were several of my friends that had conversations with other people and mm-hmm. were like just kind of like, you know, I forget what was the, what was it about? Community was what was the com- the question? I don't remember. It was something about community and I remember we were talking yes, deeply. Yes, um, yes, yes. Remember it was a deep it was a deep question. So what we do is at kind of like a break after our feature set we have a time where um people break out and we give them a question to talk with one person that they don't know that Mm -hmm. well and just kind of get to know them and and ask a question Mm -hmm. um to them and answer and kind of give a little more of themselves um i I can't remember the question jake who is our guy that does the questions he did a great job because i remember i just had a deep conversation and uh, with one of your friends regine and and there were so many people that were doing that. Um, and that's something that is unique to us that mm-hmm. I think even just having your group in there, like yeah. the biggest thing that I'm like, 
people are like, what do you need? Like for two lines, what what do you need? Is we need mm-hmm. people yes. with the heart of God yeah. to just yeah. step in the room yeah. and just be there yes. mm-hmm. and be supportive. Yes. Because the the difference that it made at your feature was astronomical. Exactly. And everybody just felt that energy from the crowd. They felt loved by the people. And then yeah. they actually got to connect with many of them in the breakout session mm-hmm. to get to know, okay, these people are the real deal and they know Jesus and they love Jesus. Yeah. I don't, maybe I don't know Jesus. Maybe I have a, a bad relationship with the church or something else, but this person is loving me right now. I can't exactly. deny that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just to jump so in good. really quick. Yeah. Um, that kind of like church atmosphere that I referenced way, way back, it happened one other time. And um, I have to give a shout out. Mary Mance is the person who was like, you all felt like I was at church tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so again, just got to like, make this ask and request like anybody who's hearing this it makes a huge difference like you don't even have to be a poet like if you love jesus and you want to be in a space to love people like show up Mm -hmm. because it it shifts the atmosphere the more people we have who want to be missional in these kind of like third unchurched um i guess let me not say unchurched but like third spaces yeah it really makes a difference for people yep that's right yes 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 this is a uh, very encouraging for me to hear you people speaking language that I love and adore so much. <laughs> um, I mean, I've, I've been preaching this stuff for yeah. for many years, mm. um, but it's such a cool thing to see two lines just stepping into to being a third space that yeah. that really goes after people. And there's always a need for more. The harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few. Mm. You could say that about two lines. Yes. The harvest is genuinely plentiful. And it's not to say you're trying to figure out how to get this person to get on their knees and cry and repent and believe in Jesus that yeah. night. Yeah. Because that's up to the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. We might hold down yeah. one of the tolls. We are not the road itself. And unless you believe you saved yourself, then you cannot believe that you can save somebody else. Mm. That idea, that concept that we hold down one of the tolls, we're the place of like, hey, keep going. Hey, take the next exit. Hey, I think your tire might be flat. Mm. Hey, your engine doesn't sound right. Mm. Hey, you might need an oil change. Mm. Hey, your car's actually like totally dying over here. We need to get you in something new. Mm. Right? Those types of interactions that you get to have with these people they are so readily available in this space because a lot of people go to the grocery store and they're like how do i be a witness for Mm. jesus here they go to the gym how do i be a witness for jesus here and like those opportunities are there too yeah but in a place like two lines and a place like creative philly it's already it's like a platter has been laid out in front of you oh yeah and you get to share the appetizer together and talk about the appetizer which is jesus Mm. like it's literally right in front of everybody all night long yeah you just got to capitalize on the conversation to be a witness yeah and i will say there is this like false um false reality that that i know i had to get over even in hosting an event like this where it's like well, if we talk too much about Jesus, hmm. people might run away. Or hmm. if I if I say it like this, or if I say it like that, I have to be careful. Where um, I remember going to then a space that's not run by Christians, and just doing my Christian poem, and people being like, "Oh my gosh, I needed that. Thank you." Or "Whoa, that's so cool." Or yes. not 
stoning me. Like, I just think there's this yeah. fear that we get in our heads of we have to water down who we are. Mm. It's not like you have to take them to the Romans road while you're, while you're doing mm. your poetry. <laughs> but you can share the love of Christ in the ways that God has worked it out in you. That's big. And just, and just be open to what he's going to do. Like we had a guy um, that has been coming since January and it just started of, hey man, I, I loved your piece. And then it was, hey, I'd love to hang out. Yes. Found out we lived in the same neighborhood. Yep. Hey, do you want to come over? Comes over. He's like, hey, I'm looking for a church. Mm. And now he's a member at my church and mm. comes yeah. every week. And it's just like, Chiga, shout out. We love you, man. Yes. Um, he's also comes to two lines all the time now. So now someone who didn't always feel connected in certain areas is now feels connected mm. just because... I was able to say, hey, man, I love your piece and and just give somebody something that they don't usually get. Mm. And it's a listening ear and it's someone to say, I see you. Yeah. You're known. You're loved. Yeah. And I want to be in relationship with you. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Thanks. It's so good. Yeah. It's like surging set into the question time. It's like such a layup. Mm. Yep. You know, it's like mm. everything you've just heard for the last 15 minutes has been dripping with kingdom values kingdom concepts yes um gospel presentation naming jesus as the way and not just in a like in the beginning god created everything right Mm -hmm. like those pieces are good too i have those right they're fine (laughs) but in this setting it's like doing it in a way where you're like you're dropping breadcrumbs along the path and people are picking up and they're like oh okay and then the next one's like a piece of bread and they're like oh okay and then by the end they got the loaf of bread Mm. and it's like oh what do i do with this Mm. This is awesome. But they're like their palate has been made made like right to go yes. that deep in that conversation. Yes. And to me, as like an evangelist, ministry kind of person that wants to do the work of the evangelist, like it's a layup. It's an absolute layup. Yes. To have a conversation at the end of your set. <laughs> like oh, it's yeah. so it's there, right? And so I remember having even having a conversation with a young woman that she's a photographer. She was just like in the space, super random, not a poet, was connected with the Ride Free peeps, and she was just there, and she was like, this is kind of crazy. And we started talking about different things, and I'm getting to share like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. So is he, so is he, so is she, so is her. And she's like, what? Like as we're talking, because she's like, are you guys like Christians or something? And it's like, yeah, so, and he is too. And And she's like, oh, wow. And I was like, yeah, like we just try to love people, you know, we don't want anybody to feel like they can't, you know, have a voice in this space because, you know, a lot of times churches have been notorious of like, you can't say anything Mm -hmm. if it doesn't align with our doctrine or theological premise. Mm -hmm. And that's fine for church. Yeah. Open mic. Let's create third space. Mm -hmm. Let's trust that we can, like Paul, walk into Athens and say, Actually, the unknown God mm. has a name. Yes. yes. Right? Like, yes. we know him. Yes. And we're going to articulate mm-hmm. what we know about him. Yes. Using the culture yeah. to be able to articulate truth about who Jesus is and what he's done in our lives. Heavy. And especially in today's day and age, like our story, everybody's got a story and mm-hmm. you have to respect each other's story. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to respect your story, you're going to respect my story. Mm-hmm. I'm just not the main character. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you're going to have to find out... <laughs> That it's about somebody else, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. 
and if you think about it from like an apologetic standpoint, think about, yeah. people talk about stepping stones. Like what is a stepping stone getting somebody to the gospel? And when you have somebody coming up on a mic talking about love, talking about loneliness, talking about pain, talking about family struggle, we're just walking across the creek at that point. There's so many stepping stones yes. that are right there to lead somebody into living water. Yeah. It's it's just right there, and it it yeah. Um, just come out with us, man. Please, like I will, like I will give you a free ticket, like just so you can see what we're talking about, because God is good, yeah, and He's doing something here, and we don't know exactly. Like, what is going on? We just know we have to be here every month, and that's yeah. what we're called to do. Yep. Sure. Every second Friday, two lines. Yep. Currently at the Ride Free Studios mm-hmm. in uh, Kensington, right off Allegheny. Yeah. I think it's 1952. 1952. Yeah. East, East Allegheny. Allegheny. Look at that. That's, 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 a, that's a memory right there. That's good. Uh, you have a couple of spots in the parking lot. Let's not lie to the people. <laughs> we'll save one for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but no, it, it is. A, it's a great spot, and uh, it's been a. It's been an amazing journey to watch, mm. and we have wanted to do like a two line episodes here on Time Is Right because it's such a big part of our community and this right poetry squad that's has been developed over time. But we thought, what a better, what better date to do an episode about than the one that you featured on, Sergene. So sure. uh, April 14th, 2023 was a beautiful night and something we, we will all take from it and apply to our future um, from all of it. Um, any final thoughts just about your set, Sergene, before we wrap up? I guess what I would say is that one of the things I appreciated just about being featured at Two Lines um, was that I felt like People were definitely digesting what <laughs> I had to say because mm. it was a lot. Um, but like my intention is to be edifying. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe that's part of my calling when it comes to being a spoken word artist, however you want a poet. Right. Um, and the reasons for my faith or the reasons for the faith and um, what that communicates to people who don't know, people yeah. who aren't aware. Right. Like giving practical um practical and relatable points and like apologetics like we like you mentioned um and i think doing that and then watching the community continue to facilitate like the connection and the authenticity is like a beautiful thing to watch and that's really what i appreciated more than anything so good yeah so So thank y'all for giving me the opportunity thank you beautiful make sure you guys check it out um as greg said two lines every second friday and uh yeah what do you have greg oh i know we were going to talk about uh daniel void banks uh oh yeah so after the show oh. post show after post two lines we went out to um nifty 50s shout out to nifties shout out thank y'all for taking us so late um <laughs> and just just chopped it up and it was a bunch of us just hanging out um and I think Daniel was like, yeah, I don't really like get to do this. Like just hang around with a bunch of people 
gab some food late night and just talk hold and on, just hold on hold on it's not it's not that we just gather together we grab food and talk that's not what happens when <laughs> that's the true. 10 of us are together that's true Let oh, me not, no, we yeah, are no. jumping on tables we're screaming <laughs> oh, gosh. we're we're making references to each other's poems to put people on blast father here i am father again. here i am again every <laughs> no. other minute and just like it is it reckless. Is yeah, it's it's pretty and chaotic. It's chaotic. Oh, that's awesome. And he was in the middle of the chaos with his like huge like just his eyes all the way open, like, what am I in? <laughs> like who are these people? So oh, it wasn't boy. just like going out to eat. It was this yeah. level of I ain't gonna lie. We're absurdity. Wild. Yeah. yeah. We're we're wild. We're like <laughs> Kick your shoes off, like yes. just like relax. Come as you are. Put the type shoe on level. the table. Wow. Like mm. yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess I'm. I do it so much. I don't even think about it. it's like crazy anymore. <laughs> I just, I just think that's that's what we do. Like yeah. we just kind of walk into a space and and just joke and laugh and like like we talk about um, core values of like an organization. Like one of our like unofficial core values of two lines is laughter fun like yeah. like and i don't mean that as a joke like yeah. no, it's we yeah. live in a city where it is really is really hard out here mm. and the ability to come into a space and just laugh mm. that's that's something different yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was good but yeah he came and i think it, yeah it was just a beautiful thing to be because in that setting right it's almost like nine on one mm. right like in a lot of settings when we go into, you know, other people's events, mm-hmm. you're trying to do ministry, it's like a hundred against you. Yeah. And it's not against because we understand God is not far from any of us. Mm-hmm. Right. In that same passage with Paul in Athens, he yeah. says like he sets up our boundaries. Facts. Mm-hmm. And he does that so that we'll seek him and find him, though he is not far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So we don't believe that people are far from God. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus is knocking on the door of hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're just trying to get them to say, Hey, I think somebody's at the door. Yes. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's good. You wanna go unlock that? That's and good. check and see that's who that is. That's right? Good. Oh, that's, that's a good word right there. I'm gonna Pretty keep that. Thank you. Thank you. This mic right now. Play you listen to this podcast. You in the car. You going to work? He's at the door. All right. He's Open it up. Yeah, Open he's, it up. Let him near. in. He's near. It's good. Oh, yeah. But it's like in those settings, right? Even when it's us four, mm. and we're out together, we're doing it. It's still like four on a hundred. Mm. Yeah. Or there might be a few others with us that we found out are there that we mm. get to uncover, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's six on ninety-four or whatever. For sure. But then you go to the diner, ah. and it's like. Actually, nine on one flipped the other way. And it's like, man, this dude, like, I'm just sitting there, like, laughing with the Lord, like, just thinking, like, (laughs) what is he getting right now? Like, is he just sitting in this room with nine knuckleheads who literally love Jesus with everything we have Mm. and are goofy and vivacious and outgoing and care deeply about one another um, that are operating and functioning in our personalities, both like high energy personalities and AVGs, I'm about to go to sleep personalities, (laughs) right? And it's all good. Like it's all beautiful because we love one another. Like it's not like you need to change and be like us. Facts. We just tease you about being you, right? <laughs> and but in that playful spirit, it's like my man is sitting over here watching it, you know. And you're yeah. like, "What is happening here?" So I don't yeah. know if anything came of that, but I just I felt like it was super super cool. So one thing that I'll say is this ability that we have to be authentically ourselves and have like real wholesome fun and then be able to switch over to this is a moment to Mm. i don't want to use the word interrogate but like 
really ask the person where are they coming from what is their background yep. it was um uh apollos i was watching him he actually was like hey like what's your faith background like how do you know about all of these things that are bi that are biblical mm -hmm. and just like right. really giving him that opportunity to speak on what he knows and how he's come to know it and i just i, I love seeing that yep. it's so special shout out apollos Unofficial Two Lines member, always there, bringing oh, the yeah. vibes. We oh, love him. Yeah. And he never knows that he's sitting right next to the features. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like he every time. So it's hysterical. Oh, it's man. Hysterical. Yeah, and that's how, like, I think even that Bonnie from Alpha mm. at the Movement Day thing, mm. um, that woman talks about the art of asking questions. Yep. Yes. And that is Derek Mellaby. Shout out to Derek Mellaby. He mentored me in this without even trying, just by watching him do it. Yeah. Yep. He was the best question asker mm. I ever met. Mm. And it it kind of changed things for me. That was like, oh, if you just ask people questions, yes. mm -hmm. you can do more effective ministry than a lot of people yeah. writing the best sermons in America can exactly. do. Because you're just asking questions. You're asking why do you think that? Where's that coming from? Yes. How'd yeah. that happen? Yes. What's beneath that? Yes. And yeah. like in some ways, people are like, that's what counselors are for. Sure. But in yeah. that setting, it's also like a whole different level mm -hmm. than friendship around a table mm. because it doesn't feel like, oh, it's just your job to do this. It's yeah. like, wait, this person cares about me. That, yes. yeah. Where does that care come from? Yes. I was thinking it comes more as more inquisitive than it does interrogative, right? Yes. So I'm asking you questions to get to know you, to see where you are, why yes. you think the way you think, why you feel the way you feel, right? Yes. So yes. I'm showing some level of compassion by even asking because I'm trying to understand you as opposed to just talking at you um, quoting scriptures and doing certain like expressing and explaining certain things to you and dynamics that you have no concept of and why should you even care because mm. at the end of the day if I don't feel like I'm being seen as Greg mm. has pointed out earlier like are loved or valued then all of that is just like mm. you know that you're missing the mark mm. Mm. it's real I feel like we could we could pull back layers on this onion for a while mm -hmm. um, thank you <laughs> for uh, this conversation uh, I know it was about surging and two lines feature April 14th, but it feel like, feels like it went a lot of different directions. And hopefully you as a listener got something out of it. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in today to today's episode. Um, however you found this, uh, please know that you are loved by us. We're very thankful for your ear. We hope that this has blessed you in some way. Um, a lot of you who listen to this podcast uh, give to support Ripe Creatives. Your generosity is a part of what enables us to even do two lines, right? So my responsibilities and roles to help mentor and add value and vision to two lines, mm -hmm. that's that's only possible because of the people who partner with Ripe Creatives to allow me to do this full time. Heavy. And so thank you for partnering with us. Your generosity in some ways blesses two lines even. Um, and so as we share this episode, we, we're saying thank you to you and your generosity for for allowing this this whole ecosystem that we've built here in Philly through the arts for ministry to exist. That's because of, uh, of you giving um, to us and allowing us to, to do this work together. Um, if you're here and you're listening to this podcast as a as an attendee of Two Lines or a fan of Surgeons or a friend of Greg's or AVG's or you just stumbled upon it because you found out the word ripe has some, has some deep meaning to it or something. Mm. Um, Thank you for listening, and we would highly encourage you jump on our website, ripecreatives.com, and click on our website, look at what we're about, 
um, hit the give button. Consider partnering with us so that we can continue uh, to do great things in the city of Philadelphia and beyond, uh, like Two Lines. So uh, we appreciate you guys a million times over. And uh, until next time, y'all, stay right. Stay right.